Hello, you are listening to episode 130 of the Business of Making podcast. This episode is a little bit of a goodbye, but only for now. We also talk about passion projects and we really hope you enjoy this episode. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Hello, everybody in the business of making listener land. We're back for the very, very last episode of 2021, the year that happened. And it's the, <laughs> the end of the was. year. So it's if you're if you're listening to this as it's coming out, happy new year in a couple of days. Yeah. It's very exciting. New beginnings, blah blah blah. I'm Let's Michaela. Let's hope 2022 is better than 2021 and 2020. Yeah. Let's goddamn hope so. I'm Michaela, and I'm here with my co-host Jess. Hello. And Deb. Bonjour. And as I mentioned, this will be the last episode for 2021, but it will also be the last episode for a little while because we're taking a hiatus for multiple reasons. We have announced this previously. So this is kind of our last hurrah episode. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it could get wild. <laughs> like, who, who knows? <laughs> we're all a bit excited and it's like holiday time and hurrah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna, it, it'll probably be a little bit freestyle, which is really different yeah. from all of our episodes. <laughs> that was Not so at all, because they're all yeah. freestyle. So uh, but nice. we are thinking about talking about why we started the podcast and, you know, passion projects and all that kind of thing. And I feel like my intro is going a little bit long, so I'm going to hand over <laughs> to the other girls and they can You know, I was going. thinking actually because we wanted to talk about passion projects as well because mm. this was a passion project for all of us. We mm. didn't make any money from it. Didn't really try. <laughs> <laughs> We're too busy doing other things. Let's yeah, because we all had like our own – work like other work you know full time and mm. so it was just kind of like this thing we enjoy doing like getting together on zoom and chatting away and like we did it for you guys but we also really enjoy doing it for us so mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know I was thinking was it a passion project when we started though because when we decided to do this it wasn't we didn't go oh would you like just have for fun do a podcast we had like business intentions you know we definitely did yeah so I wonder when we transition like mentally into like this is just for fun because it's not like we had a conversation where we were like actually let's just not make money like we didn't you know I think it's COVID's fault honestly totally because we had yeah. that photo shoot in September of the year before COVID True. 2019 and that was going to be the first of many photo shoots to you know mm-hmm. have our faces all across everything that we were doing and um yeah we had plans of stuff to do and then yeah. COVID happened and we had to, I guess, reprioritize what we were doing mm-hmm. in our own lives, which then mm-hmm. put this as firmly into the box of passion project. <laughs> yes. yes. Because the stuff we wanted, to, we really wanted to do in-person, real-life stuff. Mm. You know, the original idea was to do a conference, actually. Mm. That was the very, that was actually what came first. And then the podcast mm. came as like, let's market it by having a podcast. Mm. <laughs> and then the conference idea didn't take, again, because of COVID, like mm. partially, but also we were like, actually, we'd probably rather do smaller things like, mm. you know, day retreats and st- like in-person day retreats was what we were actually planning on doing in 2020. That, w- mm. that was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> 
where we, we the three of us would get together in the, like the capital cities of Australia and travel around and do these awesome little day ret- business retreats and it was going to be so much fun and so great and yeah then COVID happened and so you know we were enjoying ourselves and we'd just done I think the first survey the state of handmade mm-hmm. survey uh, at the beginning of 2020 so that was a big thing as well and yeah I think just after that we just kept going because we were enjoying yeah. ourselves and people were in lockdown and were lonely like well you know, also the we response was this. fantastic like it was, yeah. Guys yeah seemed yeah. to love it so it's yeah. like we were doing this thing which no, didn't make us any money, but was helping people. And people mm. kept saying and keep saying that it's like they really love listening to it and it's helping them really like get inspired or motivated to do whatever in their business. And that's motivating to us, I suppose, because that's the space where we all come from and originated yeah. from in the first place is helping women specifically, but for me, but for like handmade mm. industry in general to move forward with their businesses and mm like be seen in the landscape of business, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And we were all, yeah, like you said, we all have work in that space. At the moment, Deb and I both have, you know, membership mm-hmm. communities and YouTube channels and I have another podcast and Mick has had membership community and stuff in the past, although she's now more focused on her PhD work in this space. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. we were like, well, we can just market that stuff, I guess, kind yeah. of on the side, you know, like people might check us out and go check that stuff out, but we weren't so focused on making this particularly into something that mm. kind of made us money, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, I think that it's interesting. For me, there's been a big shift. There was a big shift when Ivy started doing more work for us and mm. essentially, Ivy, thank you so much, like, because she's doing everything. We just we just get to have fun and record those episodes mm-hmm. and she just puts yes. everything together for us. And I think before that, there was definitely a point where it was a passion project and it was for fun, as in we weren't making it, doing it for profit, but it was work. Yeah. And we were oh, doing yeah. long recording sure. sessions and we were doing them often because we also reduced the frequency of the episodes, but there was a point where I think we were doing weekly. We were. That was a lot. And it was taking mm-hmm. like, you know, it felt like it was taking a full day work too often out of mm. time that we didn't already. Like, And know. there was a point there that that felt worth it because we were working towards this business idea yeah. still and then we Correct. took away the business idea yeah. and we were still doing that like yeah. lots of work Lovely. and it yeah. was getting to that point where it's like this is not as fun anymore yeah <laughs> like what are we doing so we had to kind of Definitely. reassess a little bit yeah, yeah and, and then and, go ahead Deb. oh no i was just gonna say yeah and then when we did and we were like okay let's do less episodes if it's for fun we get to you know like we would prefer to do more, but we couldn't. So let's do mm-hmm. like just one every two weeks. And then also let's get Ivy to do more for us because we have patrons that support us so we can afford her services essentially. So yeah, and that for me was like, then I just rocked up and just had fun recording. And then I didn't think about it. And I did it again the next time we start to record. And that became like super, like even more fun because I was just like, yeah. this is pure fun now. Like there's no really work involved. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been a mental shift since we've had Ivy being our producer full time, and uh, mm. and and that's why you know that's why we want to say a huge thank you to everyone who supported us on Patreon, because without you we couldn't have Ivy, and that mm-hmm. and we probably would have given up a, a lot earlier, honestly, yeah, because it was getting really overwhelming. Mm. And we haven't given up now; we're just going on hiatus. We fully plan yeah. on coming back again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's not cheap, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time to mm-hmm. actually run a podcast. I don't think people perhaps realize who don't have one yeah how much work it does 
does go into it. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been really really awesome this year having Ivy doing her amazing amazing work. We we were so upset when we were like, oh, we have to. We're well, going on we hiatus. were having the conversation. We're like, oh. yeah, okay. So we're making the decision. We're going to go on hiatus. Like that's all. Like that's great for all of us. And then we're like, oh shit, that means we won't be working with Ivy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. Like oh. Yeah. yeah, it was very sad. So we hope that she can come. Fingers, all of our fingers and toes are crossed that she can come back when we, when we come back. And yeah, she hasn't I'm been hoping. poached by someone else. But she will be poached because uh. she's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's been really, really fun. So it's it definitely this year has definitely felt like it's been a passion project. It's been super yeah. fun. Like we still have in our minds we'll be in this space for a long we'll time. We'll evolve. There'll be mm, something. Yeah. There'll always be something. I think mm. we're all, you know, we're that close now that – we'll be doing something and who knows when or where or what it will be and what it will look like but there'll always be something on the horizon for us I think yeah so I mean I still love to do the in-person business workshop yeah if you're listening you're like that sounds amazing please let us know we do we do have so many people that want it you know when we made the announcement about the pregnancy and the hiatus all in one we're like something's happening something's happening inside of poor patrons we drop a video on top of the just audio for the podcast every I think it's every Monday and then the podcast drops on Wednesday so every Monday they get a little teaser as to what the episode that's coming is about of us on video and so we didn't obviously reveal anything but we said you know we made two big announcements you'll have to wait for Wednesday and I think in the comments below we Mm -hmm. had comments about like oh you're bringing back the in-person stuff and I was like oh no this is going to be such a disappointment We want to, we want to, but maybe, maybe the year after next. Well, also, you know, like things are still, yeah, it's still not chaotic time with the pandemic. I don't even think that we can see each other. Like, I don't think I can go to Queensland to see Jess at the moment. Not till the end of the year. I think it's December seventeenth, and it's so fragile. Like the whole yeah, it's so fragile. So you know, I wouldn't want to start planning anything until we know that things are stable across Mm. the country. But even. So people could come and visit us too, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to then exclude people if they're overseas and would want to come. And yeah, you know. so yeah, that's that's a down the track kind of. Yeah, it's still on the back burner. Like, it's not something we've put away and think we're never mm. going to do that. It's something we I think we would all love to do. Mm. It would be super fun. It'd be super valuable and definitely still on the radar. So hopefully that will be happening in the future. But for now, in 2022, Deb's got a baby coming. And and because of PhD that she's working on and I'm just trucking along. I'll be hitting you all up. We'll have to do it like just, well, I'll do my own episode saying, okay, well, the the survey's out. Everyone can do it now. (laughs) Sometime in January. Yeah, for sure. We give you permission to do that. (laughs) I won't be nice enough to do that. (laughs) So we're hoping to come back sometime in 2022, but we're not putting any dates on it because – Let's be honest, when it is something like this that is a passion project for now and you have might have discovered this in your own life, you have to prioritise other things. You have mm. to, I mean, Deb's having a baby. She's got to prioritise yeah. being a mum. You know, we've got our own businesses and Michaela's PhD. If she doesn't prioritise that, she won't finish before she's 50, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. This is true. <laughs> so the beginning of 2022 for us is about prioritising some other things yeah. for the meantime. Yeah. I think, you know, this is this all like money and time are kind of like not the same thing but they are a bit because like it's a Mm. fun project it was passion project in the sense that we weren't making money but we were still investing time Mm. and the moment something becomes more important not because you want it to be but because it just is that kind of drops so like yeah for me next year it's like i mean i'm gonna have a kid this is definitely gonna throw (laughs) some curveballs at me (laughs) 
And then there's my business still. I'm still running it. I'll still be pushing content. I'll still be, you know, so like taking a day or an afternoon or even just a half day to, to record, not possible next year for a while. Especially not with a newborn attached to me screaming into the microphone. No one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have, it would have. never screamed, Deb. No, I won't. No, but you know what I mean? Like having a set recording time, like I don't think it's something that you do when you have a three month old. Like it's just not, you know, it doesn't fit really. So yeah, I mean, it's a matter of like, if I had more time, if we all had more time, we would keep it ongoing. But yeah, maybe if you had a stay at home dad there, but you know, yeah, it's be working well, it, it as comes well, back. So. It will come back. That's when yeah. I'm hoping I can start working more again because it will <laughs> it will become stay home dad after that. Yeah. But the first part of next year is is all Deb Deb to stay home mom. Exciting times. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very terrifying too. <laughs> Yeah, and I think this is a, something very relatable because a lot of you are probably starting your handmade business as a perhaps a passion project. You know, maybe you're not intending to take it full time or maybe it's just something you want to do for yourself and there'll be ebbs and flows in that. And the thing here to I really want to get across to you, if that is the case, is not to give up on it mm. because there's an ebb, right? Like so there might be something that pops up in your life that takes you away from it and it means you can't spend as much time on it as you would like to or no time at all for a little while that doesn't mean you have to give it up as a dream that you'll never actually fulfill it just Mm. might take a little bit longer and that's Mm. okay this is bringing up a really interesting point for me that i've been listening to recently Brene Brown, Staring to Lead podcast. The girls are obviously on screen with me and when I try to remember something, I close my eyes. So funny. So I'm just like, remember, remember. <laughs> and I just listened to the one where she had Simon Sinek on and he was talking about his latest book, which was, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about finite versus infinite thinking mm-hmm. and it's all kind of complex. but It's amazing. I love oh, it. That sounds interesting. Yeah, the gist is and the thing that, resonated most with me is that when you're talking about ebbs and flows and not giving up because there's an ebb um also thinking that there's no pinnacle here there's no end mm-hmm. point there's you're not actually mm-hmm. reaching a finish line because you don't win mm-hmm. at business it's mm-hmm. a continuum and it keeps going and it's infinite and mm-hmm. yeah super interesting so i just wanted to yeah. put that in because maybe people want to either listen to that podcast or even i'm going to get his book once i finish atomic habits <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Simon Sinek is Sinek or Sinek. I don't know how to pronounce it, know, but yeah, Sinek. he's really amazing. I think he's done a good, a few good TED talks as well. If you prefer, start with start with wise. Great. I actually find yeah. that hard to read, and yeah. I think again, it's just because I. I'll oh, just I, watch his talk. Yeah, basically watch his talk. Yeah. I think the audiobooks, and this is maybe a tip for people too. Like, I love reading at the moment. I'm reading a lot of um, autobiographies, and mm. I like reading fiction too. But I've realized I suck at reading business books. Like, I just don't get into mm. it. But I really enjoy listening to them so if they're on mm. audible that just might be a good tip for people who are kind of in the same boat it's like oh i don't i can't get into the business book stuff just get on audible and see if that's mm. works better yeah. for you oh you go jess i just wanted to bring us back to this idea that you were just talking about mick about no pinnacle it's a continuum mm-hmm. i think that's like it really hit me because this is a concept i've been trying to explain to people for years yeah like there's no f- like listen to that podcast you'll be like oh i have words now i have yeah, like, exactly you know, I'm, I'm like articulate it yeah like you're trying to get there's no finish point it's like mm. you're never done you're never finished you're mm. never until you give up that's the only time you're you're yeah. done is when yeah. you give up yeah. and he talks about goals and stuff as well being in that thing like you can't yeah it's just not a like and and then what and then what and then what and but it's this should be this should be the way we think about everything in life. Yeah. Like I think yeah. the problem that we have as humans, I don't know if it's a learnt problem or just a natural problem, is that we have this idea of getting to the finish line. 
mm-hmm. about, you know, with things and all the important things in life, our health, our relationships, our work, there's no such thing. Mm. It's mm. ongoing and it's maintenance. It's like that's when he was talking, I was like oh, thinking yeah. about yep. my currently I'm trying to get fitter to be able to, like my motivation is to stay in my soccer team next year to be in the, the division that I'm in and not get dropped. But thinking about, yes, I'm going to be able to get fitter by continuing to do this fitness. But then I like once I'm as fit as I can be, I don't, I can't just stop. Like I have to keep mm. up that, you know, weekly exercise to be able to stay mm. in that place. So, yeah. and it's the same with everything. Like you can't, yeah. same with my business. I had it going really, really great. And then I had to do the PhD. So even though that was in a fantastic place, lots of followers all happening great. I then stopped doing all of that and it all, you know, it goes away. Yeah. So I don't mm. have that audience anymore and I don't have that momentum that I had because I didn't keep up the momentum. So, yeah, super interesting and that's probably the next big thing that I'm going to dive into in terms of reading the book and doing a bit more research about it as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing like with, again, bringing back to the health and fitness thing just because that's, again, something I think about because I'm currently in my training part of the year because mm-hmm. I'm a swimmer and I have swimming races in like summer. So. February through to April. So I'm like ramping up my training and I play softball at this time of year as well. So I'm I'm doing a lot of sport, but yeah, it's like the ebbs and flows in that. And there are times when you focus more on those things. And then in winter, I don't focus so much on it. Like I don't do as much exercise. I let my body rest a little bit more, might gain a little bit of weight. I might lose a little bit of muscle definition, Mm. but then I start up again. And Mm, that's the thing. Like don't think of these things as something you do the once. End, it's, it's not the end. No, yeah. it's like you can't just do a six-week program or a 12-week program and then you're done and then that's it. You've done it's it forever. the same as it's all finished. the business work, right? Yeah, like exactly. People are going through your courses and they're like, okay, yeah. exactly as you were saying in the last episode, Deb, yeah. at the beginning of December, you can't just do the course and tick the boxes and say, cool, yep, now I know everything and I'm that's good, I'm done. Yeah. No, you have to keep going. You have to implement and you yeah. have to maintain. That's right. Yeah, And it's not fun and sexy. But it's, oh, no, it's the not. most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't one of the things that Simon, I haven't read his book, but I, I read a lot of articles about his infinite mindset stuff mm-hmm. and the, I, I'm pretty sure he has a TED talk or maybe it's not a TED talk, but some kind of talk that's easily YouTubeable. I need to look YouTube-able. this up after this. Mm-hmm. I think if you put like Simon Sinek infinite game or something like that, you'll find mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Isn't he saying that the object, because there is finite games too, like football. Mm. Yes. There's yeah. rules. We'll write a we book know the rules. You, the book is written. And yeah. that's the game and it's finished when the player, like there's rules for winning and we know those rules and they're And if someone wins and, then, and someone loses. and mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. But like the infinite game, isn't he saying that the objective is to keep playing or like to stay in the game mm. instead so. of I winning? I have finished listening to the podcast yet. I think that's how it differentiate. <laughs> like, it's like the objective of like infinite games, like, business essentially or health or whatever is to keep playing just to cover our bases it's not actually his theory he's just researched Mm -hmm. more into it and written a book about it so it's actually come from someone else earlier who sort of coined the terms and yeah it has specific definitions and stuff okay cool that sounds really interesting I love it. I love it. I'm going to look mm. this up. Yeah, maybe we should have done, you know, when we're doing book clubs, we should have done like TED Talk Club. Maybe more people would have like. Haven't we do that when we come back? Yeah, because that's That'll nice. Be it's like, hey, people. guys, we have a 30-minute video for you to watch. Like, come on, everyone can do that. And then, and then we, we can all watch it right before we record. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> we need to write this down so we don't forget. Yes. Yeah. TED Talk Club. And we can just yeah. do, we can do one every month then because that's easy. Yeah, super And then easy, we talk yeah. about it in our Patreon. Are you considering transitioning to full-time with your handmade business? If so, you'll be happy to know that I'm interrupting a conversation to talk to you about a guide that's going to help you do exactly that. 
We know it can be scary to jump into your handmade shop being your sole source of income. And so we made it a little bit easier for you by listing out everything we think that you should consider both on the personal and business financial levels so that you feel confident you can transition to full-time safely and that you're not forgetting anything. You can get the guide at thebusinessofmaking.com slash getfreebies and that's all in one word, getfreebies. And you'll also find the link in our website at thebusinessofmaking.com. Back to the show. I've started a new, this new app. Some, some friend got me onto it and I was like, oh, I don't know, because I love books and that felt like super cheating. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Spark notes? No, it's called Blinkist. Oh, Probably Blinkist, yes. Thing. I've heard of this. So it's only for nonfiction. Mm. I hate fiction book in audio version. I cannot cope. No, I, I can't just, do it either. I can't. It has to be in the book form. But nonfiction, I also read nonfiction in books, Like, but I would like to read more. I just lack time. Mm. and so she was like just do it it's really nice and i was expecting it would be like an audible version of the books but it's actually a summary it's very short it's like 20 minutes so obviously if you're interested you can then go and read the full book but it's kind of like instead of narrating what the book would be they actually do like a summary for you with comments on top of that Mm. and it's really good for so like i was listening to it and i I think it took 10 minutes for nick to like grab my phone and then never like it didn't install it on the app on his phone he just got mine and then been listening to it ever since (laughs) Because it's like, it's so great because there's so many books I would never read. Never. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been listening to, like, philosophy stuff. Like, he's like, I listen to, like, uh, whatever, like, Mitch today and all of this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you would never have read that book. Like, you would fall asleep in page, at page three and never pick it up again. Yeah, that's true. So for this kind of stuff, I found this app is really good. And then there's Eve. So if you don't really like all this reading stuff and business books make you feel, like, super sleepy... Maybe apps like that are actually really good too. Anyway, it's just a little tip. I, I, la- I love that idea. And I think mm. it's important to share things like this because some books are great and you actually enjoy reading them. Some mm. books have great lessons but are not well written. No. So it's like you got to wade through a ton yeah. of shit to actually get to the yeah. lesson, which is valuable. But you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, you're just saying the same thing over and over again. Like I guess like, book, just tell me what you, you think know? I should do. <laughs> you know? Like he was reading or he was listening. I could hear it because obviously he had like the speakers on. Like Jean-Jacques Rousseau, like like old French philosophers. Like that's mm. old. And there's some really great stuff in there. But like the writing would be just unbearable. Mm. There's element of context that have changed. So like when someone does a summary, they bring that in. And like you have to remember that at the time this was written, this was the social situation in france Mm -hmm. you know so they bring in a bit more context and it's like really cool yeah Yeah, it's very helpful yeah but i've heard about blinkers but i've never listened to it yeah some of them though i've listened to and was like i learned nothing like because it's too fluff like i'm like Mm. i need the book like clearly without the book i didn't get it maybe the book is too fluff or maybe the book is too fluff (laughs) yeah speaking of book club we have ours tonight deb yeah oh is it tonight i thought it was next week I'm pretty sure it's tonight. Oh, shit, because I might have a dinner tonight. <laughs> you did that last time. I know. How odd as well because I, like, I haven't been super social lately because I guess I was in quarantine. So Deb and I have a fiction book club, just the two of us, because we're little nerds and we like fiction. So Michaela was like, I don't have time to read. No, it's next <laughs> week, books. Friday, it- December the 3rd. Book club, The Lost Man. for this freaking Oh, my God. Sorry, this is totally off. Yeah, we're just organizing our social life. But I did read it. Come on, come on. Back back to it. It is next week. I'm sorry. I thought it was. (laughs) I think I wrote it down wrong in my calendar. You should join us, Mick, because we're going to miss the podcast and, like, we're going to seal each other for, like, book club outside of business. See, I only ever read fiction when I'm on holidays and I will breeze through a book in a day, you know, like I'll read it really fast. But I only go on holidays a couple times a year, so. 
Yeah. Well, you can join us when you have holidays. Tell yeah, I'll let you know. I'm going to the coast <laughs> this weekend. What book should I read? And then you can tell me and then yeah. I'll read it and then we can yeah. do the thing. Well, okay, you just tell good. us what you plan to read and we just read that. No, I like being told what to do. Can you tell me? <laughs> you just give me what to read. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. So, yes, that's another passion project. Let's yeah. just go into it because we're here. Recently I read um, the Celeste Barber book, which was mm-hmm. – I don't want to bag it, but, I mean, it was it was fine. It was not – she's Great. a writer, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was interesting. But then I read Clementine Ford's new book, How We Love. It was great. Mm-hmm. And now I'm reading Dave Grohl's storytelling book. Oh, my God, I love him so much. You're, you are a biography person, aren't you? I never read biographies. I just happened to buy three. Or memoirs. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. What's the storytelling book you, you just mentioned? Dave Grohl from The Food Fighters. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mm. I wasn't Very good. He's a, well, I don't know if he's written it or if, you know, he's got a ghostwriter or whatever, but it's excellently written. Mm. Well, I think so anyway. I really, really like it. And that's my book club for the year. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> so everybody listening, you need to give us three recommendations. You need to give us like a TED Talk, you need to give us a fiction book and a non-fiction book. That you yeah. think we should possibly a memoir or a biography that you think we should read. I've done three now, so I'm probably over <laughs> Read something else after that. Give us something to add to our hoard. Yeah, our, our word hoard. Yeah, I think we've. What have we? Had? Is that what we wanted to cover for this episode? I, I think, think so. I think we went into it. We're just dragging it out because we're, like, we're no, just chatting. We can't now. We I'm not sure we're interested in this. I sort of semi-forgot we were recording and I was almost going to tell it, what are you guys going to have for lunch? Like that's how relaxed I am right now. <laughs> Shout out to my mum because she's listened to every single one of our episodes. Aww, and, um, wow, but she nice. missed all the Patreon ones because I haven't added her in. Oh, I have so to add her to Patreon. So then because she does all her crafting in her like studio at her place yeah. and listens to us at the same time which is really nice but hey, she keep, was mom. i'm Hi. gonna have to add her into patreon so she can have a bit of a back catalog yeah. to keep yeah <laughs> to which is a great oh my god what a great segue it's almost like you planned it yeah <laughs> but we did it, it this so is our plan it. what's happening with patreon yeah i'm not gonna do that well i think just do you want me to do it, it? Okay. yeah because she's great she's the presenter <laughs> she's the best host we're just little children here talking but she's like guys Let's get on with this. All right. So this is what's happening. So obviously this is our last episode for a while, at least six months. We're going on hiatus. However, we do still, we're still running the Patreon. So what's going to be happening there? Let me just explain what that is if you're new here or you don't understand. So Patreon is a place where you can support us directly and help us forward to run the show. So we have patrons over there. It's at patreon.com forward slash TBOM for the business of making. So it's easy to remember. And currently we have a couple of tiers. And people on different tiers get different perks for what they pay. What we're going to be doing while we're on hiatus is we're going to create a $1 a month tier. And if you are currently a patron or you would like to retain access to our back catalog of patrons only episodes, move yourself to the $1 tier so that all you'll be paying is $1 a month to retain access. Or again, if you're listening to this later and you want to gain access, this is a really big bargain because that's cheaper than it's ever been to get access to our old episodes. So go just go and join up at the $1 tier and just stay there and you'll retain access to, like I said, all those episodes. And also you will get notified on Patreon when we're coming back. If we're doing any special events or anything, we're going to let our patrons know before we let anybody else know. That's kind of where we'll keep you updated is on our patrons feed. So make sure to do that. 
and that's our plan so that you yeah. you can still have access to that stuff. Yeah. So that means that if you are sad <laughs> that we won't be dropping Azri episodes every two weeks, you can actually still listen to new episodes you've never listened to if you weren't a patron because you can get mm-hmm. access to all that back catalogue. So that's really cool. And there's like two years worth of two years worth something of them. in there i don't know this yeah. is quite a lot <laughs> yeah so, and also all of our silly videos that we yeah i don't know if anyone wants to watch those <laughs> <laughs> they're basically kind of like this casual part of the episode but in video form we yeah. end up on some sort of weird tangent and yeah. like really overtired and just like you know when someone you know i was gonna say your kid but whoever is like just overtired <laughs> it's just like a little bit manic crazy yeah, yeah. that's yeah. often what you'll see in those videos so if you miss us you can go and get all that in our uh, patreon back catalog so that's the plan with patrons so if you are a patron make sure to stay where you are until the end of december and then come january you can edit this yourself if you go into your patron settings and you can drop yourself down i mean you're welcome to keep paying us more we won't be sad yeah. Won't be sad. <laughs> we still need to pay all the hosting. We'll stuff, have all the hosting so fees still. So it's not yeah. like we're yeah. you're just giving us money and still going towards paying for things. Yeah, our website, yeah. keeping our website and our hosting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. There will still be costs involved in keeping it all available for you, basically. Mm. Yes, you're welcome to stay where you are, of course. But if you need to save a bit of money, we totally understand. And we totally understand we're not giving you anything new for a while. So feel free to drop down to that one dollar. And then when we come back, we'll basically reinstitute the tiers that we already had and so you'll need to move yourself back up again to start getting the new premium episodes but we'll yeah. don't worry we'll tell you all about that when it happens yeah no drama in the meantime mm. jess where can people find you they can find me at Chris just van Dan. i should have given your first name so it's googleable <laughs> we're going to do our, our little if you want to continue following us you can find me jess van Dan at createandthrive.com or you can check out my membership, The Thriver Circle, over at thrivercircle.com. I also have a podcast, The Create and Thrive Podcast, if you're not already listening to that. And I do weekly videos on YouTube, which you just search for my name, Jess Van Den, and that will come up and you can check those out. And, of course, I'm on all the social platforms under Create and Thrive. Deb. Me. Oh, me? Um, okay. Yeah, Deb. <laughs> I was like, Jess, can you do it for me? Because you do this so well. Okay, so Deborah Engelmeyer, she has tizit.co. <laughs> She's also on YouTube under Deborah Engelmayer. <laughs> Would you like to spell that for people? I was like, just can you repeat what you've said, but just replace your URLs with mine because that sounded really and nice. And Tizit HQ is her membership site. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so it's Deborah Engelmayer on YouTube, Tizit.co everywhere else, including the URL being Tizit.co for the main website, and the membership is Tizit HQ. I think that's all the information you need. <laughs> and how do you spell your name, Deb? Oh, God, yes, that one. Engelmayer is E-N-G-E-L-M-A-J-E-R. So if you're a phonetic person, no. Yeah, if you're, well, no. What's Engelmayer, major, Engelmayer. Well, it's funny, in France, we actually pronounce, like my parents would pronounce my name Angel Majer. Oh, very because nice. Because we don't, but then I tried to do that when I got to Australia and I was getting looks like of panic, like you're going to need to spell that for me, girlfriend. <laughs> Like, okay. So now I'm using everyone of my family. I, I have a very big family. Some of them are in the US or the UK. And they sell Engelmayer. So, like, they're kind of German. It's kind of, it's a German name, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going with a Germanish pronunciation. But even my name, like, my full last name is pronounced completely wrong in Australia because nobody can, like, pronounce it the proper yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to simplify it. 
You yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> well, mine's easy. Kayla Danvers, although Michaela could be tricky, I guess. But Danvers is straightforward. Danvers is pretty easy, except I always get dancers or. <laughs> There's a V there, people. Yeah. Where, where That's people not find... in any of my things anyway, so it doesn't matter. Where can people find you, Michaela? <laughs> Themakerscollective.com.au. But moving forward, even though I haven't finished the website yet, the best place would be makersresearch.com. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the Makers Collective. Can they come visit you at work? <laughs> no. <laughs> come to the University of Canberra. <laughs> Rolling Take one of her courses in graphic design. Communication design. I would love to see anyone enroll <laughs> in my course because it's my job to get more enrollment. <laughs> so... If anyone would like to enroll in visual communication design, Bachelor of Design, that would be great. You can do some portfolio entry or through UAC. And we'll probably be sharing your research through like the business of making pages, but also via our own pages as yeah, well definitely. when it's ready. And you guys need to participate. Yeah, well, with a caveat, Australian. Yeah, Australian. Fabian holders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's women, right? So you're focusing on female. Women, yes. I'm, I mean, Guys can welcome to do it, but yeah, I'm focusing on women. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but I won't look at their answer. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll look at it. You get a yeah. participation trophy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for doing this survey. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, no, it's pretty exciting. How about you tell everybody what you're actually researching? Because sure. I think it's interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. I am specifically researching the financial outcomes of creative women in business in Australia micro-business specifically, so that's under four employees but people with an ABN, but not specifically in business now. So anyone who was in business or is planning a business also kind of counts. You know, it's a spectrum of people. But as long as you would fit within that micro-business sort of model, then you're eligible. And Is this only craft and handmade businesses or? Artists, mm-hmm. artists, craft practitioners and designers. Right. So again, broad spectrum. If you fit mm-hmm. outside of that, you can still do it. Like it's fine. It just might be that you're an outlier and maybe your answers won't, you know, become part of it. But it, you know, it's a very complex. I mean, a lot of the research over the last 20 years has been arguing about who fits into the creative industries. So <laughs> if you are creative in any way, just do the survey. <laughs> part of the research. But I am specifically looking at women's uh, lived experiences and how that actually affects their financial outcomes and looking at the difference in those lived experiences between those who are making the average, which is $7,000 per year, versus those who are making exemplary like high incomes, you know, like one hundred fifty to $250,000 per year um, revenue. So, yeah, looking at the the lived experiences and seeing Did what's different. Did you say the between. average in Australia for creative Woman-led business is $7,000 a year. Yeah. That is not a lot. It is not a Nobody lot. Nobody can live on that. Nobody nope. can live on that. No. But, you know, for some people that's just like a holiday paid and that's all they want. But I assume mm. the majority is just because they want more and they can't get it. Yeah, and so we're going to look at those things like what, and as we did in the State of Handmade too, like what are people's actual intentions? Mm. Is it that you want to make more? Is it not? From the preliminary research that I've conducted in the literature review, a lot of people are wanting to make more. It's They don't mm-hmm. want to make that $7,000 a year, but it doesn't seem to be possible. But it is, right, because we have those exemplars showing us that it is mm-hmm. possible. So what is it about those people and their experiences in life that allows them to get through whatever barriers there might be. Time and support, I'm just going to guess right now. I think implementation is my theory. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, it's a two-parter. So the first phase is 
an online survey. So really easy to fill out. I'm hoping to get at least 300 respondents to that. So that's going to be the hard push where we'll hopefully be able to, you know, utilize all our networks to try and get I'll be one. Yeah, thanks. And then the second part of it is audio interviews and I'll actually be so <laughs> this is a little bit of backstory. If you guys have finished listening now, you can go. You don't need to listen about all this like PhD stuff. But traditionally a PhD is dissertation, like a thesis that you write, and it's usually, I believe, like eighty thousand words or something enormous like that. I'm doing a creative PhD, so I have a creative outcome which is going to be an audio documentary series. I have a podcast. Nice. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> Not just of the interviews, though, so I actually have to learn a little bit about documentary making because it's going to be sort of in episodes, focusing around key areas, and then snippets of the interviews will be in that. And then you write an exegesis, which is the 40,000-word thing that goes Mm -hmm. alongside of it. But so, yeah, the second phase of it is the interviews with people, which I'm really looking forward to because that's going to be the qualitative part of it, and Mm -hmm. that's what I like the most. It's like, yeah, okay, we have all these statistics, but, like, why? (laughs) Like, why is this I think you should, like, pitch this to the ABC to put on their podcast platform. That was my supervisor's suggestion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that would be really good. I think that would be really interesting. It's amazing because they'll have so much more reach as well because it's Mm -hmm. much more digestible and, like, easy to – not easy to access, easy to access, like, a study, but no one – well, not really because a lot of studies are behind paywalls or mm, yeah, you know, they're true, not open access. Yeah. But also just because of the nature of the industry that I'm doing it about, yeah. it makes sense to me that then all the people who are involved are able to easily see it and listen to it and, and get share it. value from it, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I didn't realize it's how you were going to be yeah, sending it. So that's super It's exciting. a lot more work for you, though. That's like yeah. an extra level of like, yeah, putting it together. Production. Yes. Yeah. Production, yes. Yeah. So the but, learning yeah. part of that, I mean, you know, like I know how to edit audio and stuff like that. Mm. That's not a problem. And I know that's like a, a strength already. So that's all good. Mm. But the actual like documentary part of it, like mm-hmm. I don't, I just have no idea. I'm like, mm. I know what I want it to be like, but I don't know how to do that. So I need to basically do a course in documentary making to understand yeah. how to like weave how all cool. the stories together and stuff. Yeah. So. so we have that, everybody listening? Who's still listening? You yeah, have that to hi, look forward sorry. to. <laughs> really you, have, you have that to look forward to in the future when Michaela has finished her research. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think that'll yeah, be very interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. <laughs> well, you're devoting like 10 years of your life to it, so I'd hope so. Yeah, well, I'm running out of time now, so we've got to get a wriggle on. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, we just don't want to go. <laughs> no. If you, oh no, it's too late. I was going to say you can come join us for our AMA, but we have already done that by the time you listen to this. You can go watch it though if you're a patron and you missed it. Yeah. We did an AMA, Ask Me Anything Q&A session in our patron uh, via Zoom. So who knows what shenanigans is going to ensue when we record that. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's so confusing. (laughs) It will be was. It's like Schrodinger's cat. You know, it's also, yeah. it's simultaneously, as you listen to this, was fun. And for us right now, will be fun in the future. Yeah. So thanks. Thank everybody. you. And thank mm. you, Deb and Jess, for being excellent co-hosts. Oh, it's been thanks. super fun. Same. Yeah, it will be fun. It will be fun again. We'll see you yeah. all again. Yeah. We will. Who, who's in charge of this episode? Oh, um, that's me. Right. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm winding up. Okay. Well, Jess already did all the bits and bobs. So <laughs> the last thing is to say goodbye. <laughs> Bonjour. Uh, au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Bye. 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 See you again.
the maker. Are you loving the business of making podcasts? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to continue producing the show. You can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. Every month, we also release a special secret podcast episode available only to our platinum patrons. Just head over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. Support.